Hey, what's up? This is Matt Dietz, and this is Agency Launch. Uh, you can find me at www.agencylaunch.net. You can find me. You can shoot me an email at matt.dietz at agencylaunch.net. You can even find me on Twitter and or Instagram at Dietz Agency. Hey, a couple things. Check out my other podcasts, Simply Explaining Insurance. It's got everything you want to know about product, um, and it helps you understand it better, and it helps you be able to explain it to your clients better. I've been doing this since 2004, and I know a ton about product, and I have been talking about it for five years on that show, so it's pretty it's pretty rich. It's pretty loaded. Check it out. And then what else? Oh, I do uh, an online coaching course called Agency Launch. It has 13 plus hours of video on me telling you everything that I have learned on how to build a successful agency, everything from staffing properly to uh, marketing to sales and retention. And one of the things, one of the pillars we're going to talk about today is staffing uh, on this episode. My wife owns a business as well. We both started our own businesses from scratch. She's in the medical world. Uh, she has a medical practice. And uh, we both, she started with no patients. I started with no clients. We had a child. We bought a house. We were idiots, right? So we did all of this, you know, in like a 12 month period. And we're still both in business. We're pretty proud of that. But man, what a road. If you want to read a little bit about that, go to deetsagency.com and find the blog that says, uh, the blog entry, it's one of my earlier ones. I think I titled it, Starting Two Businesses, Having a Baby, and Buying a House in 12 Months is Almost Stupid. I think that's what I called that one. Anyway, if you want to learn a little bit more about my backstory, it's got some funny stories in it. So she's having some issues with some of her staffing um, and, and getting them to perform at a level that that we expect them to perform at. And so it's nice having uh, my spouse and wife as a business partner who runs similar similar types of businesses. We both have two employees. Um, we both have to market. We both have to grow. And so we get to bounce ideas off each other all the time and support each other. So if, if I'm having problems with a team member, I go to her. If she is, she comes to me. And so it's pretty neat that way. So I wanted to talk a little bit about staffing because I have got stories on top of stories about stories when it comes to team members. And I will tell you that staffing properly has been the most challenging part of my job as an agency owner. It has been the most rewarding and the most frustrating part of my job. I think I'm getting better at it because the last three years have been great for me. My last three hires, now remember I run an agency which is two employees full-time and me. There's three of us here and we run a busy agency. I ask a lot of my people and my last three hires have been on the money. So I'd like to think I give myself a little bit of credit for that. Um, I think I'm getting better at some of the things that that you need to do to have high-performing staff members. I will also tell you that in my state and my colleagues, I think that one of the thing, one of the reasons that that we outperform them is because I expect more from my team members than they do. Um, knowing what kind of staff is uh, is being hired and what kind of expectations are being put forth to them are just lower than what I would expect. Okay, Sales is a big part of anybody that works for me. Always has been. Always. 
everybody that works here has got to put policies on the board one way or the other, okay? And there's a number they got to hit, and if they can't hit it, they're out, okay? I don't think many of my peers have those expectations set on their team. Even my CSRs or my customer service representatives, they're supposed to be able to cross-sell. They're supposed to be able to handle incoming traffic from someone who is wanting a quote. They're supposed to be able to quote it up with them on the phone, close the deal, get the credit card, put the policy on the books while I'm out marketing, right? That is what you need from your team. You need to be, be able to be out marketing out of the office and still have policies put on the board, right? That's what you want, right? So you have to learn how to do it. My course teaches you how to do it, for starters. It is a, it has a fully loaded onboarding process, where to find good people, inter, good interview questions, how to vet them. I will walk you through the interview process. There is an employee manual in there. There are checklists in there. There are expectations, job descriptions. There are incident reports when they're not doing their job right. There are annual reviews. It's freaking loaded, right, to help you staff properly. And if you're staffed properly, your life becomes infinitely easier period. Okay, so some of the things that are really important when it comes to staffing, and I'm just going to hit this from like a five mile high view, is you have to set expectations. You have to set expectations in the interview. Okay, like you have to set this, this is what your job, this is what you're going to do in this job. Okay, you're going to be selling. All right, you're going to be servicing, whatever, whatever job you have them, you have to set that expectation in the interview. There should be no surprises on their first day. You can't have someone roll in and be like, okay, I needed to sell 15 policies this month and have them look at you like, that didn't show up in the interview, right? So you have to do that. You have to have a fully formed job description, all right, that they have, maybe possibly in an employee manual that's in the course um, that they sign, right? Um, so there are no surprises. This is your job description, okay? And the more specific, the better, okay? Um, where you run into problem with team is when you come across ambiguity. Ambiguity in tasks that you're asking them to do, uh, the volume of things that you have them doing, and timelines on when they're expected to be done. Okay, so if you say, hey, I need you to get some leads for me today, <laughs> okay, eh, that's that's not a good directive, right? It needs to be, I need three leads from you today on my desk by five o'clock today. Okay, that is how you set an expectation. It's a measurable goal. It's got a deadline. You know, I need you to work your notice of cancellations every Tuesday between 12 and 1, okay? That's written down in the job description. It's in your calendar. It's a task, things like that. So if they're not getting that stuff done or they're not doing it, you've got it written down right there. You're like, look, this is part of your job. Okay, so this is what you need to be doing. So you need to be really specific and you have to have proper timelines and you have to have consequences if they don't get them done, right? So... The other thing you want to do when you hire somebody is you want to meet with them pretty regularly. It's your responsibility to train them. So you got to train them, right? You got to train them on what you want to do, on how you want them to do it, right? I would meet with them, gosh, in the beginning, you might want to meet with them every day for like 
a certain period of time, especially for training. Depends on who's going to be training your people. I've been fortunate in the last few hires to have them have some crossover so that the person exiting the position is getting trained. Nope. The person who is entering the position is getting trained by the person exiting the position. That is a dream scenario, and it will accelerate your onboarding process by months. So I've been lucky with that. Um, But you want to meet with them regularly. I tell my people that, look, I'm probably going to micromanage you in the beginning. But my job or my goal is to not micromanage you six months in or something like that. I don't want to I just want you to know how to do your job. I want you to do it well, and I want to support you, and I want to be your fan, you know. So, um, but you got to meet with them regularly, all right? Once a week is a great goal. Even when things are good and they're fully trained, it's great to meet once a week. Communication is crucial when it comes to staffing. You have to have an open line of communication with them, okay? They have to feel comfortable coming to you if they have any problems, and it's uh communication is important and by meeting regularly that's going to be the way that that's going to work because if they do underperform that's when you talk to them about it hey you didn't get me my three leads what happened there how can i help you get better with that you know uh what can we do differently so you're going to be teaching and encouraging them but if you don't meet with them and you don't call them on the stuff they're not doing you're just going to be you're going to have dead weight right so, and then when performance is low, you have to be able to have the process in uh, correcting them. There's got to be a course correction. Again, in the employee manual, I have a four-step process. That's like It's like a verbal warning, a written warning, like probation, and then you're gone type of thing, right? So you have to have an instant report. You have to write it down. You have to sign it. And there should never be any surprise when you let an employee go, ever. They should just be like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I get it. It should never be a surprise. Anyway, that's kind of my five-mile-high view of staffing. Like, over-communicate. Be really specific with your tasks and your timelines and your numbers so that you can hold them accountable. It should be easy. I hate firing people. I hate it. It's the thing that I, I hate the most about running a business. But if you do it properly, it should be easy to let someone go because you have checks and balances in place and you build a case that says you didn't do this on this day, you didn't do this on this day, and then you didn't do this on this day. We've talked about it. We've discussed it. Your performance hasn't gotten better. You're gone, right? So, um, And then and then you find someone else and you start over again. All right. So that's my view on staffing. I could go for a lot longer on this, but you really want to hear me talk about it longer. You get in on this course and you'll learn a ton. So, hey, my name's Matt. Thank you so much for listening. That was fun. I got a lot of thoughts on staffing. Uh, I have a background in training. I have a background in, uh, in hiring and team building and all that stuff. So it's something that it's, it's a really important part of the job. Um, and it can be super fun. If you have the right team around you in your office and you come to work and you're like, let's go, um, it's a freaking riot, right? But if you're coming to work and you are not looking forward to it because you got someone in there that you're not getting along with, that's a massive red flag and you need to address it or you're going to be miserable. I did that and I will never do it again, right? It's your business, right? You should be happy going to work. That's what you started this business for, right? So anyway, 
My name is Matt. This is Agency Launch. You can find me at www.agencylaunch.net. You can find me on Twitter and or Instagram at Deets Agency. You can even shoot me an email at matt.deets at agencylaunch.net. Thank you so much for listening and keep up the good work.